welcome back to the Haircuts and Progrets podcast uh, with me and Rob. Uh, first of all, if you're not following us on Instagram, get following us on Instagram, at Haircuts and Uppercuts. We've got people listening to us from all over the world. Our Spotify numbers are doing really well, and you know our Instagram numbers are quite low. Um, we've never really pushed it before. We've never asked for a like or share or subscribe, but yeah, jump on. Join us on Instagram for even more content. Uh, that's the boring admin shit out of the way. And we thought it was going to be a short, sweet one, didn't we, Rob, until uh, a couple of hours ago? Yeah, I mean, the box of the weekend was um, yeah, pretty short and sweet, weren't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, a couple of hours ago, the big announcements have been made. It looks like Eddie Hearn's leaving Sky. Well, we can all assume that, right? Um, I personally think it's good for boxing. Yeah, so do Maybe I. Not for, but as for the fan, I think it's great. So, so like, I, I, I called it weeks and weeks ago. So, uh, when I was chatting to Linus um, after we did the interview with him, we had a bet uh, that I didn't. I should have put on a camera, but I didn't. Uh, I bet him that Eddie was leaving Sky, and he uh, bet me he wasn't. It's uh, the only prediction I've got right so far, actually, because it's the. F- the only time I've gone with my head. How much did you bet? Well, he wanted to bet 500 quid, but I bet him in the end, if he was right, I'd give him 50 burpees. If I was right, he owes me a free PT free PT session. So I've got a free PT session coming yeah, up soon. You got your worth out of that. So, yeah, yeah. fair play. But uh, let's get into this weekend's boxing. Obviously, I got it wrong again. Thing is, I I always uh, go off my heart over my head when I predict fights because uh, I'm always I, yeah. Back I mean, I was with you. You know, Liam Williams again, British fight. I was confident he could. He did do well. He done he very well. It, he done made... very well. You know, he lost the fight, but at the end of the day, he got he got found out by a world class boxer who we didn't think was world class. Um, that's the best performance I've seen ever from Andrade. Yeah. I, I, honestly, he, he looked fantastic. And he still made him look average in patches. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Williams, he can come again. He can come again for me. Yeah, he, he really put his mind like, I'm a problem. Um, but Andrade, he, he was just brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Them uppercuts was sickening. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, just the way, just the way. He, even the rounds when Williams was getting back into it, landing big shots, he just controlled the pace. Andre controlled the pace for the whole fight. Um, and when Williams was getting back into the fight, I couldn't see him landing that big punch. I couldn't. No, the thing. Andre looks so in, so in control. Yeah, the thing so is in that... control, getting points decision in that. He's, he's a six-minute fighter, Andre. Yeah. The first two rounds, the guy's on fire, and he proved that. He dropped him. But then after that, he fights in bursts. But that was the interesting fight, part, though, wasn't it, about this yeah, fight? Even though, even though he fights in bursts, he still, he still controlled the pace. He still... Yeah. He, he was still the matador. I mean, you, I remember you saying last week, um, you know, you thought it would be a great, interesting fight, as we all did. Because, you know, Andre would come in, he'd have a great early rounds, and then he'd fade a bit. And he sort of faded, but he kept the pace going. And mm. he, he he controlled it. And there was no doubt in my mind who won that fight. Um, no, no. Williams, great performance. And I'll just put out there as well, the um the homecoming he got was fantastic. If you've not seen it online, yeah, watch it. Brilliant. It was really good, yeah. No, yeah, fair play to him. Not, not everyone can go out to America and win a world title. It's not easy. Like, yes. Yeah. You know, people think that just because Naz did it, just because Amir Khan did it, and you know, Tyson Fury's done it. Not know. a lot have done it. Yeah. yeah. Um not everyone. Yeah, with Liam Williams, you know, he lost the fight, he'll come again. He's yeah. he's proved for me, he's proven he's up there. He's up there now with that top level. Let, so. let's face it as well, on Andrade, he's gonna be moving up to one six eight. He will be, yeah. Soon. So there's gonna be there's gonna be a belt there at least, yeah. isn't there? Up for grabs. And, so. and Liam Williams, it's not long. He was fighting at 154, really. It's not that yeah. long ago. Exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's still a young fighter. He's still a young fighter in my eyes. You know, um, on the on 
the terms of who he's fought, etc. He stepped in there Saturday and he, he gave a very good account of himself. Lost the yeah. fight, gave a good account. There's right. a lot more come from him. Oh, are we are we going to touch on the Jake Paul? We have to. We have to. Ben Askren um, Oh, bloody hell. I mean, yeah. Fair play to Jake Paul, mate. Fair play to him. I mean, Askren, as we discussed beforehand, right? He hasn't got Askren hands. is not a seasoned boxer. He's a seasoned wrestler. Um, oh, I thought when he got up, the ref called it a bit early, but did he? You know, that was a... Askren got hit with a big shot there. No matter what anyone says, he got hit with a big shot. Yeah, he did get hit with a big shot. He looked in trouble once he was up. Like, let's face it, Ben Askren walks like he shit his pants anyway. Because, you know, and he, yeah. had, he had hip replacement surgery six weeks before the fight, apparently. So when he walked forward, yeah. he looked a bit... His legs didn't look a bit 100% there, I suppose. But that's just the way he walks. Uh, yeah, um, he's never walked like a ballet dancer, has he? Do you know what I mean? He's a wrestler. He's he's heavy footed. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we both said this. We both said this, didn't we? He's not a season, but so he's he's a fighter. The Yanks love calling him an inviting, right? Don't they? And let's get down to it. France someone to Matt isn't being in a boxing room with someone, is it? Um, no. Works in UFC, works in the cage, but you're not against good try. Jake Paul isn't a good striker as far as professional boxing goes. Um, fair play to him, he got the win. But I mean, what's, where, where, where does he go from here? Who does Jake Paul fight from here? Because people are talking about him now. Yeah, The well, whole I, world is talking about him. So where does it go from here? I hope Tommy Fury. Yeah, I, yeah, it I do. Won't happen. It won't happen, but I, I want mean, it to. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the right move for it's a right move for him in terms of earning money, but in terms of his boxing career, we don't know how far Tommy Fury can go. We've not seen nothing yet. I don't want to see him step in with Jake Paul. I don't think that's the right move for him right now. Uh, Financially, yeah. No one can argue that. Financially, it's a great move for him. But commercially, it is as well. Like, like it's yeah, not exactly, just... Yeah. So, like, I um, was listening to the Fight Disciples podcast today, and uh, they was talking about the pay-per-view buys on that, that bullshit. One it's point, huge, isn't 1. it? 1.5 million pay-per-view yeah. buys. For what? Some YouTube dude to fight a wrestler. I'm not, I'm not being funny. Like, Tommy Fury is... He's, he's in the Campbell Hatton type camp, as far as I'm concerned. He's not the son of a legend. He's the brother of a legend. Uh, uh, he's Tyson Fury's younger brother. He went on... Love Island to make a name for himself over here. He's done that. You go out there, you beat the shit out of Jake Paul, you make a name for yourself in the States. I don't know if says, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. But I mean, you know, he's he's already got that name, hasn't he? Hmm. And he's very young. Let's yeah, not forget how let's not forget how young Tommy Fury is. He's very young. Um yeah. Good for it. It could be good for him. It could be. It could be the best thing for him. It could be the worst thing for him. Yeah, Ima- imagine be. if. Imagine if he got beat by Jake. Imagine Paul. if he got banged <laughs> out. Oh, imagine shit. that. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's get realistic. He wouldn't because yeah. he is a professional boxer. Um, but no, you're right. We have to talk about it on this podcast because it is boxing, and it has it's on people's lips. We have to talk about it. Um, yeah, like, I, fair, fair play, Jack Paul. Fair play to Jack Paul. Fair play to. I don't like it. You know, I, I'm not going to bite my tongue about it. I don't like all this YouTuber shit coming into boxing. Like, don't get me wrong. If Jake Paul ever wants to fight me, I'll cave his head in. I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you uh, know, as I said before, I'm not a big fan of it. But what upset me about it the other night. Again, another undercard with no amateur sort of boxing on it. No amateur boxers in there. Or no amateurs that have just turned to pro being on them cards. That's what upsets me about it. You know, yeah, someone, like, someone, like, someone like Eddie Hearn or Frank Warren or Bob Arum could turn around to a little pool of fans and go, go on here, lads, just get you good money. I've said it three or four times on this podcast. I'm yeah. not going to repeat it, but you, you know where I'm coming from. But like, like I've said before, like these... These pros coming up, like you might not like it. I don't like it. You you've got to look at what Jake Paul's doing to market himself and copy it. You know, sort it, of, yeah, sort of, yeah. Way. But I mean, do if you know at the same time, people who want to go pro and want to win world titles, you know, shouldn't really go down the Jake Paul route as such. No, no, I know, but you, you know, know, like 
you know, Ryan Garcia, look at the huge following yeah. on social media and, you know, how that's benefited him. And, like, for instance, Keyshawn Davis, uh, us three think he's mustard. It's only had, like, what, I don't I'd, never, I'd never heard of him until we watched him on that undercard. It was, it wasn't a park run. It was the same lot as Parker, wasn't it? It was, and he was on the undercard America. That was his pro debut, wasn't it? And yeah, know. I just happened to see him. I, I didn't mean to watch the final, so and you'd sit like, "This kid is mustard, man." Yeah, we were all chatting in the group about him. Like, just think, yeah. like, well, you know, um, kid, kids like him, he needs to start shouting on on social. Yeah, media but I mean, now. for me, kids like him shouldn't be. You know, you don't. You keep boxing the boxing. You don't bring your trait balls into someone who, look, for me, look that. Keishawn Davis looked fantastic. Keep it a boxing. Don't tell oh, yeah. YouTube, bro. Yeah. Which kind of thing, you know, Tommy Fury, we, we don't know how good he's going to be. No, I don't really. think he's going to be a world beater. But, um... No, let's face it, light heavyweight is an absolute killer division. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, but, um... know, if, if, he make, if he makes it to world level, I'll be shocked. And it's not... Because I think he's awful. I, I don't know yet. He's like no one knows, do they? But the division he's in, and the the people a, a couple of steps up from him, experience wise, even in Great Britain, you know, Joshua mm. Bowatsi, Anthony Yard. Yeah, Anthony Yard's a great example. Yeah, eh? yeah, it's a great like, example. Just on the British scene, they're they're two two hot hot fighters, Bowatsi and Yard. They would give him a. Big problems, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, they're... and I beat him for me. No, well, but yeah, then like... again, Tommy Fury is very young still. Yeah, and he, he's hey. wet behind the ears still. He's only had a yeah. couple of fights. But um, as boxing on this weekend, um, Br- uh, middle British weight title fight and Commonwealth fight. Callum Johnson's on the undercard as well. The forgotten man at light heavyweight. Yeah, you know, it's, uh... I reckon he'll do. Oh, I reckon he'll win. Um, yeah. You know, he uh, he steps up to world level and fell short, but he looked brilliant at the same time. So again, uh, right, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's not got long left in his career, so he needs to um, uh, needs to get the ring rust off with this fight. Maybe step it up a bit in the next fight and see what he can do getting back up to world level. Yeah. Also, the big thing we need to talk about is Eddie Hearn, right? Yes, I was just about to say. Let's just. Everything else is boring to me right now. <laughs> I don't even want to be talking about it. Just, so I called it weeks ago. I'm so happy because obviously uh, when it comes to boxing, my, my heart overrules my head because I, I always want the fight I like to win. But when it comes to this, my head was just like, you gave me a billion dollars, right? And you told me to push my mum down the stairs. Sorry, mum, you're going down the stairs, mate. But no one gives you a billion dollars unless there's a handshake or gentleman's agreement that when your contract is up with your current UK uh, TV broadcaster, you jump in on with us. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it's quite surprising as well. It's come in the wake of the um, all the controversy in the football as well, isn't it? Mm. Um, you know, the ESL Super League, that's all been kind of pushed down by fan power. Um, and I, I, I honestly have an opinion that Sky Sports, the minute they put Ruiz v Joshua 2 at £26 pay-per-view, that's when it became a bit of a joke for me. Um, and we all know Hearn didn't like that. No, All right, Herm wants to run, but Herm was always quite generous with his pay per views. Um, it's yeah, it's just it's funny, isn't it? It's all, all of this is all one week. We've had the big thing in the football, and we've, and we've now a big announcement in boxing. I was leaving Scar Sports, and, and it's good, it's very good for the fans. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's good for the fans, even if the zone goes up to 10 quid a month. Oh, it's better than paying £26 for a pay-per-view every time, isn't it? Yeah, on, you know, on top, on top of, of like, your £30 a month Scar, Scar, Scar subscription. Yeah, like, you know, it's cool if you like football and stuff. I don't like football. I don't, I'm not, I don't like Formula Luke, 1. Luke, even for football, as a football fan myself, Scar Sports is still shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's gash. It's rubbish. Uh, and it's like, like, you look at um, Sky as a business model, they haven't they haven't moved with the times. 
haven't, have I? No, I mean, no. they've been, yeah, they've been, even even a little TV guy, isn't it? It's still like he sat there in 2002. Isn't it? You just think like, oh, Sky Q, I can talk to my TV remote. All right, mate. Well, like, I've got this thing in my pocket. It's called a mobile phone. And I can watch YouTube, Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, DAZN. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I can get Sky Go on it as well, but you can't. You can't watch pay-per-views in Sky Go. You can't. You can't do that shit. I think for me, like other networks have said, like the Zone is what I get my boxing kind of thrive off every weekend. Um, my football, I go and watch Watford. Obviously, I can't have a pandemic, but I'll go there at the weekends. Um, my UFC, always BT Sport. Boxing, you have that on beach sport. You have lower league football and beach sport, which suits me as a football fan. So I have no reason to consider even having Sky. Um, and a lot of these people who want to watch boxing fights, so, you know, they'll have to they'll have to pay forty pound or whatever they'll have to pay, but probably more than that. And then pay an extra twenty six pound for this but not a great pay per view. You know? No, like you know, let, let's face it. Since um... Since Eddie's been with Sky, right? It's been nine I mean, years. No doubt about it, mate. He's put on some fantastic shows. He he's he's brought British boxing back to life. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Like, yeah. I'm not kissing his ass. Um, you know, I remember the back in the day. You know, we'd we'd be around my flat in Missenden, and we would be watching David Price fight on Sky Sports. And yeah, uh, yeah David Price was a great fighter nine years ago, and. Before his loss to Tony Thompson, but you wouldn't get an undercard. You wouldn't. You wouldn't get a huge build-up to the show. There wouldn't be any background uh, programming. There wouldn't be any of the I mean, behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. And well, it's funny come back to that point because I remember the um, David Hay Klitschko fight in Germany. And there was kind of there was no prelim, was there? And there was no undercard. No. It just kind of went straight to the fight. The coverage wasn't great. And again, you paid probably for that time. You paid a lot pay per view money. You yeah, I think, really I think it was like twenty got. quid, wasn't it? Yeah, and you get what one fight, or maybe yeah. you got a couple of the cards as well. But um, but you know, you think when Eddie signed with Sky, that you know they um they had the ringside TV program. They had you know behind the scenes content going on. They was putting a lot of time All effort. Gone. Yeah. and energy into it. You know, over the time, that's all gone. And it's like, well, complacency is the killer in business. And let's face it, uh, you could see it was going to happen a year ago. You know, Eddie Hearn started putting out his own content, behind-the-scenes stuff with his Matchroom YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I do find it weird how in OFL, because OFL has been big now for what? Years. Years. Um I remember the early interviews when he he was arguing Van and Booth. <laughs> um, yeah, that was jokes. Do you know what I mean? And that's going back years ago. But like, you know, companies like Sky haven't sort of latched onto that. Um, no, they haven't. They haven't. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a great example, actually. You know, someone like um, Sugar Sean O'Malley in the UFC. He's got a, what, 13 and 1 record. He's a superstar. Yeah. He's got nothing. Not he's got nothing to show for it, but. He's won a few fights, he's fought a few good people, but he's not nothing, he's not proved his championship caliber. But he has got the status of a, a George Masvidal or a Conor McGregor. He's that big mm. because of, as you say, the way you uh, kind of model yourself and your business model. Um, and yeah, I, I think we both agree that Sky need to do a bit of catching up, don't they? Yeah. And, and, they've, and they've missed a boat here, and they've also missed a boat because I'm, honestly, I guarantee Sky had a lot to do with this. European Super League, what everyone was against, which has fallen through in the past few, in the past day. Well, uh, I uh, I don't follow football, so I, I wouldn't know. But you know, like I just think I'm just comparing it to yeah. I'm comparing what's happened this week in the football to Eddie Hearn pulling away from Sky. Um, you know, he's pulled away. He's I think he's pulled away from Sky because he's realised that people are streaming. Yeah. Really, um, you know the fans aren't happy. No, if you don't like, keep fans happy, you don't have a sport. No, let, let's let's face it, right? Like it's it's 2021. It's really not hard to get a HD stream. Yeah, it's really not hard. Yeah. Now, you know, I I've always paid for my pay per views, and 
I always wink. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I always have done because you know, like the way I look at it is, I I don't drink, I don't smoke, I've got two kids, so I don't go out often. I can afford that twenty six uh, pound, right? And it's the only time my TV gets turned on, though. I, you know, I've got a big 50-odd inch TV in my living room like most people. Yeah, and on top, of it, on top of it, you have to pay uh, whatever amount of which yeah. you never use, right? Uh, but, you know, I, I ain't ever getting turned on. And, yeah. you know, like, let's face it, more and more people are consuming content on iPads, laptops, mobile phones, and it's accessible, it's easy. And most people have got a games console in the house. You know, like, you can. I, I've got the zone on my PlayStation Four. My so PlayStation the, Four gets used the, as a the, media the zone, console. The zone is just wipes Sky Showtime out of the water. Yeah. No, I know. I know Showtime is still big with the boxing, but they, if they don't, you know, button their ideas up, they're going to be wiped out of the water by the zone. Yeah, I, I think they are. Right. Yeah. I, uh, but we, then at the same time, we've all got we have got to wait and see what the zone do now. You know, it, it, it'll go fully onto the zone. You know, I'm hoping it'll be ten pound a month. I'm happy to pay that if it goes yeah. up a thirty quid a month. Yeah, I ain't, pay, I ain't paying thirty quid I'm a paying month. That, well, you know. um, but unless they've got other other sports, like I, yeah. I, I would pay it if it had football and everything else with it. I, I think, I think for me, I think for I agree with you there. Look, I think it's more about the content. I mean. You know, I'd if I get the zone at the moment, right? It's it's two pound. Yeah, the content's good. You know, if that went up with thirty pound, my view be I'm not as I'm better off going to your call. Yeah, actually watching a bit of proper fucking boxing and fair fights. You know, and fifty fifty fights for twenty quid for thirty quid, and mm. you know, just putting that sort of comparison really. But the, the zone has been good for boxing so far. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you know what, like um. I honestly think, right, it can only be good for the sport. Um, yeah. Because uh, this isn't a rumour either. This is this is fact. The boxers fighting on the zone in the States are getting paid more money than the boxers fighting on Sky in the UK. Right? So, obviously, the zone have got more money. Uh, people don't realise the people who own the zone are minted. Right, that that it's not a bottomless pit of money, but it it's a lot to go around. Yeah. It's deep, and like you hear about, um, you know, Bubba Andrade fighting Liam Williams on the weekend. Liam Williams is the British fighter going in there as an underdog, the world title challenger. Yet it was getting shown at the time for UK fans to watch it. That's what I found very strange, actually. Yeah. Well, why oh, is that? Andrade doesn't. He he doesn't, doesn't have sell any, tickets. Yeah. Does, yeah, doesn't sell tickets. And you know, it's, let's face it. You look at his purse. What he got, mate? Like he got a lot of money. Considering he had to fight in like the afternoon for him. Mm. And you know, the um, you know, if the boxers are getting paid more money, that means the bigger fights are going to be made easier. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, and I mean, I off it, off in the zone's been. You guys introduced me to it, and I think it's been. I'm on it every day. I'm on the app every day. Yeah, just and keeping eye on stuff, and it's it's really good. And I know I know it probably won't happen in uh, the next 10, 15, 20 years, but I hope that with Eddie going balls deep with the zone, and I I just hope that's going to push the female divisions a bit more, and kind of. Narrow the wage gap as well because let's let's face it if we want to see Katie Taylor fight a Delphine Pursuit type again, they're gonna have to stick their hands in their pockets. Like how how good was Ebony Bridges Shannon Courtney? Yeah, but at the same time, how many people watched it? I think you know, more you, and you've more really people got to tuning in. No, 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 maybe, mate. But um, you know, I know I agree with you. You know, I think women's boxing has the. Oh, this is now make or break. As I yeah, said before, they've, they've got this pull, and the promoters and the boxers themselves have this chance to take it. If I don't, 
this is yeah. our opportunity. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're 100% spot on the money there. You know, it is and I mean, and, and, and they can't, you know, if if I don't make these this free pool of fight, what I've been saying, especially in the UK, yeah. you know, the ball, the Courtney, the um, Bridges, if they aren't made because of the boxers, I don't want to hear any whinging about we want a pay, right? We, we want equality pay because you got to make the fight set to happen. The promoters have to make the fights. The bots have to make the fights. You know, Roberto, the round of Sugar and Ireland didn't fight each other. You know, to to you know, they didn't make they, they made that fight because they wanted to fight each other. They wanted to be the best. They wanted to earn more money. They're in the opportunity now when they can earn big money doing this, right? They got to do it. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm and saying. And that also comes down to the promoters. I'll say that. Also, that's what I'm saying. Now, now Eddie and you know he's. He's gone balls deep with the zone. Are gonna, not gonna. They are pumping more money into the sport. I see. He can't say his hands aren't tied anymore. Yeah, as they were, you know, probably. If, yeah. You know, like you say, he's he's gonna have he's gonna have access to the funds to get that shit sorted now. Mm. Because I, I'm a boxing fan. I don't care if it's a man or a woman fighting. I don't care. Definitely, man. Uh, but the thing is that if I, if you want to see growth in the sport. Like you say, it's make or break, and they've they've got to make their moves. And this is their opportunity to do They've got to be ballsy. They've got to go. Who cares if I lose? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we've never had we've never had, let's say, like a sort of trilogy or a freeway title. Yeah, like a round bottom. You've never had that. Um, And now we have it. Jump on it. If I don't jump on it. They don't jump on it and they'll go back to what it was. But this is a this is a chance now. If me and you were promoters, I'm sure we'd do what we would do to make yeah. it happen. But yeah. But what's gonna happen with commentary team? You know, is Johnny Nelson gonna move over? That, is, God, God, yeah, that's is, is another Adam question. Smith gonna move over? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not really gonna miss. Them. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, some of them I mean, it's got a very, it's got a very biased boxing team. Yeah, it's just middle-aged white that. men, isn't it? Uh, no, not, not even that. No, just not even that. Just said night. They will always, they'll always stick by their stable, which I get. But you know, come on, when you commentate and have a bit, you know, sell what you see. Yeah, like I like, I like Johnny Nelson though. Like, I always have done, and it, yes, he's biased towards Ingle fighters, but he admits it. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think he's—I right. think he's so funny, and that's—that's that's what I want to see. Sometimes I don't want to see some corporate hat. Oh, well, I don't know. I kind of—I think you may be the corporate hat, really. But you know, for me, oh, not yeah. Saying, when when he's on Sky, he's Company Nelson. When he's on IFL, he's Johnny Nelson. Right. That's why I like. Yeah. That's why I like Spencer Fearon, and it's also why Sky got rid of Spencer Fearon. He didn't give a shit who upset. He said what he saw. He didn't sit on the fence. Uh... No, he didn't sit on the fence. And I remember listening to Ringside Toe to Toe podcast and he'd have a Sky Fighter on there who would have won a controversial points win. And he'd turn around and tell them to their face, yeah, I thought you lost, mate. Eddie Atlas, right? Yeah. He got banned in America for exactly the same thing, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I just I just hope the zone pick a decent, decent commentary team. I don't want to listen to Paul Smith doing commentary. He's shy. He's boring. Uh, who would you have? Let's say you have three comment, yeah, three on the commentary table. Who would you have? Polly Manalji. I know it's my normal people, but I'd have put. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Paulie Manalji. He's he, he's fantastic. He breaks down a fight brilliantly. Yeah, and yeah, he he sees things split seconds before they happen. He's brilliant. And so yeah. I'd have, I'd have Paulie. Who else would I have? I, I reckon I'd actually have, maybe a bit controversial, but I'd probably have Andre Ward. Yes, Andre Ward's brilliant. Andre but... Ward is very, and he don't get emotionally involved. If you listen listen to him, contact on the fight, mate, he's, he's fantastic. And fuck doesn't it, get Snoop. emotionally involved, just give you the stats. Here and there. Snoop Dogg as well. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my uncle's yeah. at the barbecue. No, no, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Who announced it now? Bruce Buffer or Michael Buffer? <laughs> it's got to be Michael. Do you know what? Like, Buffer's a legend, yeah? David Diamante, though. Like, I, He's first, brilliant, man. First He's a cool guy. He's a cool was, guy. 
was it? Uh, the first time I saw him was the first World Boxing Super Series. I was like, who is this geezer with the dreads, man? Like, what is going on? And then, like, well, not a lot. When I first saw him, a couple, who's this guy? Terrible hair. Like, yeah. And now I, I think good. he's an absolute G. I think he's wicked. And not that he knows his box. He's got to read well. into it as well. You know, he does, yeah. I follow him on like, all the social media stuff, and he, he's obsessed, isn't he? Yeah, he's he obsessed is. with it, which is brilliant. But, um, I really like the fact, have you read into, you know, when he announced his name and he'll repeat it after? Yeah, yeah. It's, and if you look into it, it goes back to years It goes back before, to history, doesn't it? Where it'd be, you'd say, when you didn't have a microphone, yeah, you'd turn around and you, you'd announce it to all four corners of the ring. And I, that's a nice little touch, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so I hope they keep him, you know, let's get Paulie on board, the commentary team, and hopefully... Yeah, or Nick Pete and Adam Catterall. Because uh, you know, when when they commentate oh, yeah. on BT Sports or the UFC, they're brilliant. Yeah, they are, yeah. You know, yeah, I think I think we need to get some not some, not some young uh, blood in, but you know, younger. You you listen back to like, you know, when you go back and you watch old fights on YouTube and you're talking like five, six years ago and the commentary team on Sky then was absolutely awful. It's got better, but it's still not good. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what I really liked, actually, especially the um, David Hay when he commentated on Fury Wilder too. And he Fury the whole so I'm the first round, he's he's on his feet and he's really going, oh, I, could, oh, I can't believe this. This is the best round of bots I've ever seen and entertaining. He's entertaining. And David Hay was always an entertaining fighter, wasn't he? Always yeah. an entertaining fighter and he's obviously going to be entertaining outside the ring. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this is brilliant for boxing and, you know, I don't want to see the demise of Sky. I got because... Because I'm not that type of person, and you know, I quite enjoyed Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But as a boxing fan, I, 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 I can be I can be bothered to catch up with the ten series, man. Like, but with, uh, with but no, as it box as boxing goes, mate, like it's exciting times. Yeah, it's exciting. And yeah, I we, was uh, I was looking at it earlier. I think Eddie Hearn's only got a handful of fight nights left on Sky before he goes to the zone. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I wonder if... Um, How awkward the, is it going to be? The zone has been... Um, I don't know, the zone's been worldwide, isn't it? Yeah, it's worldwide. So I wonder, what you know, will we be able to put events on in London? Surely he'll be able to. Surely. They must have given him some sort of guarantee that you can have shows at Wembley, you can have shows at York Hall, you can have shows at the O2. He could do it he wants. He's the biggest promoter in the world. He is now the most powerful yeah. man in boxing. Yeah. Do it he wants. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we've said for ages, we consider um, Frank Warren the number one promoter in the UK and we consider the number two and the number three to be the smaller Hulk promoters. Like Dennis Hobson's your third, <clears throat> and um, you think Eddie Hearn? He can't, he can't be classed as a British boxing promoter because he's not. You know, this weekend he's got, he's got a fight in the UK. He's got, uh, was it Italy or Spain? He's got a fight with Gavin McDonald's fighting. He's, he's got, he's got fights all over yeah. the world every weekend. You know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's also got he's also got the dart in the UK, the darts of snooker. Is that staying? Is that is that staying with Sky? Is that going yeah, to no, the zone? No, yeah, no, yeah. Well, I, I, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Because I don't you know, know but um I know we he, he he yes it was yesterday, wasn't it? Mm. He got made CEO. It was yesterday Hearn's taken Hearn's taken over everything from his father. Yeah, so Eddie Hearn is calling the shots out, but he, he's done a good job of it, hasn't he? Under his father's wing. 
Yeah, well, you know, if anyone hasn't read uh, Eddie Hearn's book, 12 Rounds of Success, it's uh, it's brilliant. I suggest you go read it. And, you know, it goes into how dad is hard work, uh, how hard his dad works as well to build up the empire and everything. And how Eddie's motivation was to basically do better than his dad. It was like, you've built it up. You've, you've yeah. you know, raised me with a silver spoon in my mouth. And, you know, years ago, they used to joke that, you know, Eddie's turning the silver spoon gold. But he has done. And let's face it, if I came from Eddie Earn's background, mate, I probably wouldn't be working. I'd be sat and scratching my balls all day, counting my dad's money. Yeah, no, he's done really well. And he? I mean, you know, let's be honest, Eddie Earn could, the biggest heavyweight fight ever is in his grasp. And I really hope it gets made. Mm. I really hope it's far to losers, but also, I really hope the fight gets made. And, and, you know, in the end, this fight will happen with Eddie. He's the only person who's had the power to turn to all the sanctioning bodies and go, we want this for unification. Undisputed. Yeah. Just quickly, Maybe I Maybe saw... one other person has been able to do that since. I saw... I saw something online today. So Bob Aaron uh, basically said that um, the AJ Fury fight is going to be on uh, pay-per-view on BT and Sky. But his contract ends in July. And that and two dates they've been offered are in July, but one of them is in August. So is it going to be on Sky? Or is it going to be in the zone in the UK? Or have the zone got a contract with Sky signed already? We we just don't well, know. Do we? Well Eddie Eddie's um contract with the zone is for all of his fighters, apart from AJ and Dylan White, right? So they're going to have their own contracts. So I imagine it's going to be very similar to the Canelo contract. So they can go off and, yeah. Yeah, they can yeah. go to the highest bidder, so to speak. Um, but let's face it, you, you give Eddie a billion dollars not so long back. He's now signed a five-year, nine-figure deal. You're getting you're getting AJ on there, surely you have to. And let's face it, I don't think AJ's got long left in the sport. Oh no, I I mean, if you were, who would you be looking at if you were as your next? Because this what the heavyweights is what you pit your wits on, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Every, everyone would. And um, you know, AJ Fury will be gone. Fury's not part of the matchroom camp. Who would be? I mean, I would say at the moment. He'll try and side Joan Joyce. Yeah, well, Joyce. I think he's got to. I, I, I honestly think this is the first step to Eddie Hearn creating his own version of UFC. He's been talking about it for years. Yeah, the, the only problem, you know, you have got a lot of sanctioning bodies, a lot of boxing promotions, and all that's a kind of which you have to plow through. But as you say, if he signed a multi or billion dollar contract with his own, what's stopping him from doing that? Let's face it, though. If you sign up the best of the best, yeah, mm. and you say to all the sanctioned bodies, we're throwing your belts in the bin and we're fighting for the Eddie Hearn zone belt. Do it. Let's face it. That's all the UFC world champion is. He's the, the champion of the UFC. Yeah, but, no, but, but because Mitch they're Marshall. the Premier League of mixed martial arts. I know it's different. Yeah, I just think with boxing, with, with boxing, there's still the history. And like at the same time, you know, if you were to do that, right? If you were to have the Eddie Hearn super belt, as you said, I know you're just saying that as a kind of example, but now you would have fans react as they did this week with the European Super League. You would have yeah. the same reaction because you are taking away the integrity, the honesty, the hard work all these athletes put in, and the, the, and the history, really, you know. I don't know about you, but in my eyes, if you hold the ring magazine belt, you are the champion of that division, no matter yeah, what yeah, belt same. anyone else holds. You know, because that, that it's the, the only belt that don't fuck around with all this yeah, international you know, bollocks and fucking exactly, Indian yeah. shit. And... Yeah, that 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 is the belt, and you know, I, I, you know, I think, and Eddie Hearn's proved it. The fact that Fury and Joshua is going to be undisputed, and they can pay off Usyk basically to go. All right, do an interim fight, and then you can have your shot after. That shows the power he has, but I don't think the belts are a part of boxing. UFC is a different sport. 
you know, yeah. UFC's only 20 years old. Boxing's, boxing's hundreds of years old. You know, let's leave boxing. John L. Sullivan. John L. Sullivan. But, you know, for me, let's leave boxing out. Let's leave boxing out. Let's have them belts. Maybe cut a few of them out, like the RBF. Yeah, the RBF. Bin it. Bin it. WBA regular, bin it. WBA regular. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, for me, the the Ring Magazine, number one. WBC, for me, is probably number two. You win that, you're proven, you've you gone the sights you made it, which is the mecca of boxing, no matter what anyone says. There's a mecca yeah. of boxing in my eyes. Um, and, uh, and that's the sort of route I need to take. Don't, don't completely wipe history and, you know, start an Eddie Hearn belt or that sort of thing, you know. But I think, and I don't think that will happen, if I'm being honest. It's, no, but, you know, I think I think he's, he's generally on his way to being like that. I'm not saying he's going to, you know, create his own belt or anything, even though he yeah. has jokes about it. But I do think that, you know, how many times have we said, oh, the WBA sanctioning this fight as a, you know, a regular world title final eliminator? And it's like, well, no one cares, mate. Yeah. Like, no one really cares. Like, it's, it's not adding any value to the fight for me. That's, a, that's from kind of that's from kind of. I mean, you know, all right. I'm, I'm sitting there praising any hand, but there were times, for example, when um, when Kel Britt beat Sean Porter, he went to the sights, got a gr- won the belt, done great, came back, fought Mantry, and then who fight Jojo Dan? It's like, for fu- you know, come on, and. Eddie Hearn didn't help his brand at times like that, you know. Um, no, but I think back then as well, um, that's when boxing in the UK was starting to get big again. Well, no, that's when it was big again, wasn't it? We had, we had over, t- was it about over 20. fifteen world champions? Probably yeah, eight, over 20, eighteen eight. to twenty world champions. Yeah. You know, oh. they'd all won, you know, they'd won belts, but we weren't getting the exciting fights afterwards. No, I can't just... remember. I can't, I, I can't remember a big... The only unification bout I remember, which was, whoa, this is big, was Frampton Quigg. That's honestly the only one I can look at and think, with two British fighters, we had a lot of belts, or they went over to fight an American and thought, wow, this is a big fight. You know, this, is to, this is to claim the division. The only one I can remember was Frampton Quigg, really. Yeah, and then the other one that jumps out to me off the top of my head without having to think about it is David Haynes and McAnally. That, that was a bit before that time, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was before. But you're then. right, but you're right. But that was a bit before the that time and Hearn came and really kind of took a match room kind of grip boxing. Mm, but, but um it's uh it's interesting to see all the the beef with uh, Billy Joe Saunders and Eddie Hearn this week as well. Do you know what? I've completely missed it. You're not, not seeing it. I've not watched any oh, of it. No, mate. But Tom, I'm, I'm a Tom big Tom Saunders a, is screwing. I'm a big Billy Joe Saunders fan, so I'm going to stick with old BJS. So, so um, basically, right? Billy was under the um, illusion that they would be an American judge, a Mexican judge, and a British judge. There's no Brit. There's no British judge. And uh, apparently the state doesn't allow international judges, that's why. So by the sounds of it, they're all going to be American. And Eddie Hearn is already talking about Canelo's next fight. And Billy basically said to him today in the press conference, he said, oh, well, you keep talking um, you know, about um, the Canelo fight's the biggest fight of your life. Canelo's already talking about his next fight. And so is everybody else. What have you got to say about that? And Billy goes, well, the only person I hear talking about Canelo's next fight is you, Eddie. So you're supposed to be my promoter. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, if Billy Joe Saunders ain't going to get a fair fight, fucking walk away from the fight. Yeah, and I, I hope um, he does. I, and I mean, let's be honest, it took Torsten Fury to get a fucking ring removed and gloves rewrapped to beat Klitschko or to even get a fair result out there. Yeah. Um, I don't care what anyone says, Canelo's been at it for years. If you yeah. watch Golovkin, Canelo won. Adelaide Bird, look at a scorecard. If you yeah. think boxing ain't corrupt, look at that scorecard. <laughs> you know, um, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm with Billy Joe Saunders on that completely. Yeah. Give, me, like... g- give me, give me a fucking chance at least, you know, to come over and win. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying Billy is uh, setting a blueprint out for his excuses because, uh, you know, as 
as I've already admitted before, when it comes to picking fights, I will nine times out of ten, I I will always go with who I want to win when I make a prediction, even though when I know I'm wrong, I'll still say it because that's what I want. But yeah. I, I generally think with Billy Joe. I don't think it's asking him as much as he's making it out to ask him. I think he, he's starting the mind games now. And at the moment, Tyson Fury's in training camp with him. And like you say, Tyson Fury was minutes away from not fighting Klitschko over all the shit he was trying to pull. You know, people watching that live, or we were watching that live yeah. together, weren't we? And we was. The camp was turning Mick out. Hennessy in the tunnel. Going mental. They're in the tunnel going, we ain't fighting. They're cheating. They're cheating the other way. Um, yeah, and you know, let, let's hope Billy Joe's trying to get that mindset on there. So let's get. I mean, it'd be such a shame, wouldn't it, if Billy Joe went over there, outboxed Canelo for twelve rounds, and got done by dodgy judges. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but you know, I, know, I, know, I know we're on here. We're on here to promote boxing, right? But that shit happens, two, though, isn't it? Yeah, the two Golovkin fights, man. They they were they were a disgrace to boxing. They're a disgrace to boxing, them two fights. I'm not saying we dislike Canelo on this podcast. No, not at all, but we, but like, we, 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 like, are... we, like, we like fair boxing fights. We want the integrity of boxing to be in place. Yeah, but when you are the richest boxer on the planet, you can afford to get your meat from Argentina. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And you can even afford your scorecard, can't <laughs> yeah, of course. We should get, get Adelaide Bird on her, actually. <laughs> oh, God, no. Fucking hell. Yeah. She'd be in tears by the time he finished her. Yeah, calling no, out no, all yeah, of her yeah. dodgy scorecards. No, she's saying, my ass stupid, so I'll cry over that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you know, like, you know, Billy Joe Saunders, I mean, it'd be, you know, I've been saying to a lot of people, you know, we've spoke about this fight in the past few podcasts. And my view is get ready for the biggest upset in boxing because Billy Joe Saunders is going to box his head off. And I think he will if he's allowed to. Mm, you know, yeah. if, if there's if not... Kenny really, if, if, Ke- oh, if Kenny Bayless is it, I'm not going to bother buying it if he's reffing it. No. I'm not even going to bother watching it if Kelly Bayless... You know, and the shame is it's going to be in the States. It's going to be all on Canada's cards. Why can't you just have two of the best in the world in a ring and they just fight? Yeah, I, let that happen, and that's a shame. But. I can't, I can't remember who the um, the ref was for Fury Wilder one. It was Jack something. Yeah, he needs to ref it. That he made the best call of his off that night, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Letting Fury up. Yeah, well, let's face it. There's there's a reason why they got Kenny Bayless in for the rematch. Oh, 100%. Oh, and I'll tell you what, Kenny Bayless was, he was Mayweather's chief protector for over yeah. 15 years. The minute Mayweather got caught, he, Bayless was in there. Yeah, he, he doesn't like inside fighting, so it breaks it up. It's not yeah. clinching, they're fighting on the inside. Well, I don't know whether it's like he likes inside fighting or not. He's um, There's a reason why he's doing it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it down to what fighting he likes, put it down to... Yeah. I don't, you know, come on, let's We both fought boxing, Luke, but um, it's got a bad history, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, no. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that if I was a referee refing for a British fighter that I wouldn't favour them because I probably would. I, you know, you can't, you can't help wanting your countrymen to win, and but Kenny Bayless. And all the other referees getting paid big money for world title fights. But it, they it shouldn't. They should, should keep professional. It shouldn't be like that for me. For me, you know, it's not in football. Like I'm a Watford fan. If I was a professional referee, I would never be allowed to referee a Watford game. That's fair enough. And I would never be allowed to referee a game that could affect a Watford result. So why can't you have that in boxing? Yeah, it's got to be done. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's sanctioning bodies, and that's. It's sanctioning bodies. That's all it is, you know. Yeah. yeah I mean, I Adelaide, just... Adelaide Bird's on the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Yeah. That's joking itself. <laughs> so. But let, let's just hope that Billy Joe it's... does Canelo. Oh, I hope he does. Uh, apologies, viewers, for my rant there. I'm sorry. I went off on one. But... In it, but, yeah, it is what it is. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to pick Billy Joe to lose. 
I'm going to pick into off. No, because you know I'm always wrong. This is why I'm doing it. Okay, good I, on you. Good I'm on you. Picking You're a Billy good man, Luke. <laughs> knocked out in the first round, right? Yeah. And I'm going to be wrong. And he's going to... Oh, I'm not going to say it because I don't, I don't want to jinx it. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you. Just say wins. So. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah. He's, uh, I've never wanted him to win a fight like this. Uh, oh, this is, this is one of the biggest faults in British boxing ever for me. It is. This is huge. It will you know? be the, if he goes out there and he wins, right, it will be the biggest win in America by a British fighter ever. Yeah. Oh, easily. easily. You, you go into, yes, he's Mexican, but you're going into his backyard and beating a pound for pound number one in the world, number two, number three, number four, whatever you want to put him in, Canelo's pound profound top five. Yeah. In just, most people's oh, opinions. Canelo is the superstar of boxing. He's a Conor McGregor of boxing. Yeah. And, superstar. you know, I'd, I would say Conor, Conor McGregor is as big as he is. He's not Canelo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Canelo is a, a bigger world star than um, Conor McGregor, really. Um, yeah, definitely. But, you know, fingers crossed. Sky's, Sky's done in boxing. The zone's the way forward. Billy Joe, Eddie Earn got beef. Let's hope he smashes Canelo up. But I'm still going to back him to lose in the first round knockout because I want him to be wrong because I always get my predictions wrong at the moment. And, You'll get uh, one wrong and I hope you're... Um... I hope you are right on this one. The thing is, sir, every time I make a prediction on it, I always change my mind afterwards and say what I want, what I really think in the group. I'll say that, though, like, me, me and Scott made a couple, weren't we, where we've literally done it to go against the grain of the podcast. Like, yeah. Oh, we'll win. Oh, we, oh, we actually won. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think I think a good name for this podcast is Skyfall. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, Skyfall. Um, it is. No, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping it's a good day for a good day for boxing fans in the UK. I'm really hoping it's a good day for him. Yeah, Eddie Earn signs a nine-figure five-year deal with DAZN and Frank Warren signs a three-figure deal with Daz. And Watford are on the verge of promotion after that day. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're lucky the Super League thing didn't take off because Huddersfield Town, mate, uh, well, they, they could have joined. Been that year, wouldn't it? Would have been um, Huddersfield v Watford for the um, the Premier League title. It could have oh, been. That, God, that'd be boring, wouldn't it? It'd be shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> be me and you there. Oh, it, come on. It'd be nil nil at full time after penalties. <laughs> right, that's a great game. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks everyone for uh, listening. And remember, you know, jump on with socials at Haircuts and Uppercuts on Instagram. And, uh, you know, join the movement. Okay. Wicked. Thanks so much. End recordings.